0: be here, I came to the first one, and i will be to all the other six. got a computer the... number you have
1: dialed is not in service at this time. the your engine! Good afternoon, Radio For those who don't know, Radio hotler. thanks for coming and making fun. On everybody's mind. For those who don't know, it a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um, um, technical um, goodies.
2: Radio. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheers work. Cheers. cheers. Good afternoon, radio.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stress free. Yeah. You do it and then you go home. Yeah. You don't worry about it until <laughs> the next day. Have you got it's a home to go? just fantastic. Shut up. <laughs> we're not doing
2: a show, are we? We're not. Oh, right yeah. It's it just good. preambles. Okay.
0: Look like them. The, preambles? Who is
1: like this? The, preamble. The,
0: the, I thought you were going
1: horses. to
3: have a cows. I am. Yeah. There's actually yeah, a story. Yeah, well, you
1: know, is Rico's is there already. There already. So it, M- 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 I know. Oh, Posting photos. I spoke.
3: You did speak to him?
1: Oh, the lady has been very... This gorgeous. is why it was so expensive, yeah. oh, you no, got no, waitress service. Oh, so no <laughs> That's the plate There's no source. That's
2: extra. All right.
4: Where do you
2: get such so service? other oh, than Adelaide.
0: Come on, Adelaide.
2: You do, don't you? Yeah. You've got to love
0: it.
1: You're not getting a beer. No, I
0: don't want a beer.
1: Mike, Mike, Mike gets the beer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're, You're not getting a beer. You can't just say it like
2: that. What you, you, don't want one. you don't want one. this up here, just so we get a
3: little bit. He's <laughs>
2: been Yeah, I'm sure you'll manage to throw your voices. Oh, cheers, everybody. Yeah, cheers. 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 Oh, yeah. okay. You know the dealio. Yeah. yeah, you're going to get the... Clank, clank, clank. I think we've
3: done this
1: already. That's yeah, we have. Yeah, no, round 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 round. Round. yeah. So we have. Not for here, the yeah. viewers.
2: You mean the Which listeners?
1: No. no, we don't no, have listeners. Viewers. We only have viewers.
2: The viewers, not listeners. There's no video, but that's why we call them viewers. See, just to confuse them. And then when we do video, they're listeners. That's, which means, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask. Old fast. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Radio episode 258. That two hundred and fifty From Winyard to Chatswood Station.
1: You're making that up. When You've run the, out of buses. Where is, where is the why tech, wouldn't you get I on a I don't know train, where the 258 runs in London. I haven't get on got a train clue. train
3: anyway from when you... The
1: highest this bus number the... I know in London is 220, and we're well, well beyond that now. So Radio Hotline, that lighthearted and zany podcast that doesn't at all, at all take any
2: information or interest in motorsport <laughs> That's anymore, right. but has shifted to technology. No, None no, of that. No, no technology. Barbecues. Forget not, that. just, yeah. just.
0: General ramblings and humour. So, you're going to do a course on how to make bee stings? A bee stings? Bee stings, yeah. Oh, it's a, a bee little sting. cake. Oh, a oh, yummy. You're going to live in Germany and you don't know a bee sting is. You're it's a, a little a cake that's a, a honey roasted and it's got custard and cream and you just get a fat thing. fantastic. About it. There's a
3: bakery in Handorf that
0: makes yeah, bee stings oh, and fantastic. they got my I'm not going to string those up. words together, that's, that's for brilliant. sure. That's true. But, Baker on the corner. Toasted almonds.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he's been six, six months it. of his life in Germany. Oh, does he? it tax dodge. He's six six months here, six months he's there. A man. <laughs> but
2: uh, let me introduce our guests. Oh, okay, I, I think, think you should. After, after. I welcome, them. and we can do a you know reciprocal, reciprocal welcoming. JP, looking very uh, resplendent. Is that the word tonight? Thank you. Resplendent Johnny. in your uh,
1: terry Towling top. It's... After a hard day at Yeah, a hard day at Handorf. It was a bit hot, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Well, it wasn't hot because the air conditioning was on, but yeah, it wasn't. A fairer sex, Penny Gordon,
2: on my right, which uh, would be, and I am sure, the equally good half would uh, I agree that it is the toughest, the toughest of nuts to get into a media centre anywhere in the <laughs> southern hemisphere. <laughs> from Hill, and I actually am very proud and of that title. Lurie. To my left, oh. a man with a pen in his hand, but not at the moment, perhaps. Nope. A pencil, who hasn't
0: yet drawn anything with shirt fronting. Stony. You're no, I'm not. Welcome. In, I'm not in politics anymore. I don't need to do anything about winning that. But, but there should be some shirt front coming on in your in your hall. You're texting
2: given, you get some shirt front. given the V8 the mm.
3: Can you shirt front Putin without a shirt on?
0: Well, not really, <laughs> no. Did you see no. the
3: set up they had.
2: The Star Trek. <laughs> And on the other side, far away, as far away as possible, <laughs> I'm, I'm way, because if he swings, he can't hit me. It's, it's, <laughs> it's Mike Druitt, who's previously been on the show, and indeed, go, yes. goes back many, many years in history of
4: motorsport within Australia. Welcome, guys, to the show. Oh, thank, thank you. you. I go back as far as so when, when they used to actually have wire wheels on cars. Wire wheels on cars.
2: Say that quickly three times. <laughs> so, viewers, we're at the Marriottville Hotel. We are. A
4: background painting, a
1: mural in fact, on the wall which I guess. There's his bike. It's all mulgabill based here. Yeah, no, mulgabill.
2: Mulgabill. Mm-hmm. Who would like to tell the story of Mulga
3: Not me, I don't know. No, I'm, no, I'm not telling it.
1: it. Uh, uh, didn't we have that once before when yeah, we but, were in that bar? But, and... but those viewers have moved on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, well, you one can't keep your viewing records? Who
2: knows? I <laughs> <who they laughs> about three people. That's right. shirt fronted. Well, here we are. Well, I don't know anything about Mulgabill. Well, Mulca rode a bicycle from Eagle Hall and basically went A over T down the hill. I think that's the summary. Isn't oh, don't look
3: right? at me, I've got no
2: yeah, idea. That's basically it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, penny farthing or something. That's right. It didn't, it didn't look like the front end was penny farthing. No, that's
0: right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so he he got his, his tilden wet, did he? I don't know. What, what happened to him? What happened to him? Mike, down
4: the one. bottom. Well, I think it was something to do with either camber or the Ackerman angle. It was wrong. So he crashed. <coughs> angle. I like that. <laughs> 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 Had the handling characteristics of V8 Supercar. Bad. He <laughs> yeah, was <laughs> ringing Adrian. He couldn't
2: <laughs> get through. Un,
4: un, under-tired <laughs> and too much front-end push. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, push. <laughs> Be like pram wheels from old billy cars. Yeah. Like, Mike, as a kid, did you have a billy Cart with, with pram wheels yes,
0: and
4: stuff like yep. that?
0: Tell That's us. Cool. And I so did that. you, start? Ah, yeah. yes. That's the only thing you could get.
4: Yeah, it, it used to be, actually, any sort of wheel was handy because... It's strange, I mean now you can go anywhere and buy wheels, can't you? You know, buttons Cast, and yeah. you know, casters and whatever. But it always used to be hard to get wheels for billy carts, And so you used to sort of, you know, snaffle them from anywhere and getting four that were roughly the same was always the task.
1: Finding an abandoned pusher was a Oh yes, that's gold right. mine. Yeah.
4: And there weren't coals and woolworths. <laughs> Cast the wheels around either. So it was like an old pram wheel with the old, yeah, uh, with a U nail.
0: Yeah, basically, that's that's they right. used the axle as well, yeah, particularly at the front. They put a piece of wood on the axle, that's right, and then bolt it through, through the, the, the what was the main um, yeah. um, spar yeah. where the box went on. So, you, and then you had a piece, piece of, rope, of rope, that's and, right. And if you want to go left, you pulled that way, and you want to go right. Oh, <laughs>
3: <and actually,
0: laughs> <viewers laughs> Uh, Is this boating or No, stone's just, uh, just turned into a wall of yours. That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I used to go ask over tip because I, <coughs> I, like, I was I was also so a bit, dyslexic. A bit of GR. Uh, I was dyslexic. And uh, totally uh,
1: dyslexic
0: un- and um, coordinated as well. Oh absolutely. Yeah, but that's what you had to do. And that's and they called them Billy Carts because originally they made them and they would put they would hitch up a goat to it and they would what use that do you that do you? As a really cart. Then they chucked that away and found a big hill. And that's that's what you God to do. you're old. So did you have a Billy car? No. Did,
1: JP? I didn't have one well, one of my mates did. We used to spend a lot of time oh, one of my
4: mates. Oh yeah, I absolutely And n- uh, steering, right? yeah, yeah, no steering, rope. Yeah, Stoney's right, mainly rope. But the other thing is when you got slightly older, you know the old pedal cars that little four or five years old had, which had rudimentary steering. Yeah. You, you used to modify those into something probably like a sprint car, <laughs> you, you, you'd, take the, the body, you'd cut the body shell off and you'd try and use the front steering out of an old pedal car, but it wasn't all that successful because
0: it wasn't built strong enough.
3: But you were better off than most kids because your father was an engineer, so he was yeah. obviously able to
0: help you yeah. with yeah. that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. weren't actually called billy cuts in this country, they are called well soapbox race. Soapbox, yeah. Uh, that, because because they was... used the soapbox yeah. yes. as yeah. where but they still have them. Oh, but well they're now, sophisticated. You know, they have
1: soapbox Matt derbies, filled, don't
3: they? Matt filled, last year, we were actually in Mackey yeah. and they actually had the soapbox derby there and they had yeah. all the soapboxes there,
4: didn't they, Mike? Yeah. And one of, actually, one of South Australia's, in my view, one of the greatest sort of engineer mechanics before all motor racing became professional was a guy called Doug Tringo, who used to be the mechanic on John Walker's Formula 5000. But as his sort of hobby away from racing cars, he used to build these billy carts for these kids to go in the competitions. And I'm mean, works of art, because the roller bearings and, you know, just to get any little bit of speed advantage. And Doug used to test these things out and whatever. And I think he used to put as much effort into those bloody things as he did into a Formula 5000, because... And, you know they were amazing because you know just to get and you couldn't put grease in the ball bearings. You just put a little bit of light oil and you'd spin the wheel for ages and see how far it'd spin. And you know, so, that,
2: some of them would use actually the, the the bearings as the wheels themselves. Absolutely, yeah. And just the front end. Yeah, so it was yeah, like, that's right. It was yeah. probably modelled yeah, after
4: board. the Hot Wheels. Yeah, and like, yeah, as so you say, it's it's
0: skateboard or hot, hot Wheels. wheels. yeah. yeah, 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 right, yeah,
4: yeah. Right.
0: The thing is, the most wonderful thing is, is you wouldn't be alone in your underpants when you wanted to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was no brakes. But... Yeah. It did, it did teach I you a bit about on front end push. Yeah, the, the old building oh, on the oh, oh, a tire yeah. out. That's yeah. sophisticated, that is. need yeah. oh, just, just rip rip a pepper. Wear it. a glove and grab the wheel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they, they weren't very good at going up hills, though. No. No, no, no that's true, no, That's where you had to
0: push up. A, 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 a mate. A mate.
3: Takes you back to go-karting, really, when you've got a mate to start the go-kart. Who
1: is it? Uphills and downhills. Tell me if I'm drinking. Did we not at some stage in Adelaide have a billy cart race down Montefiore yes, Hill? Yes, yeah. yeah. we did. We did. We did. I yeah. thought yeah. sort of, sort of vague, yeah. some vague recollection. And we also that had a Formula a 1 a hook, demonstration
0: up Montefiore Hill and down. <laughs> yeah. and in really, an arrow. If you really wanted to evacuate your bowels, uh, go <laughs> out to <the laughs> Lobethal and do the switchback out the back there. And you could actually see if you could get down the hill and up, up. the other side. And then, yeah, but yeah. you had to be doing at least 60 miles an hour to do that. Right. (laughs) But on pram wheels that's pretty cool.
1: (laughs) Solid tires? Solid tires. No, they were solid no yeah, flat spots them, on there they'd peel off the rim and everything <laughs> like
2: that yeah, like, absolutely <laughs> you know, them, there, was nothing, there was nothing there was nothing consistent across <laughs> oh, well, no.
0: all... if a kid turned up with tubes in his tyres it, it, he wouldn't last long he'd be taken to the bushes and bashed up <laughs> <laughs> that was our scrutineering <laughs> <laughs> I remember
2: that uh, I, I felt that I came up with a whole new technology with um, go, um, go, um, uh, Billy, to, billy, cars, sorry, go cars, billy cars. and that was because my father <coughs> insisted that I mow the lawn unnecessarily,
0: oh, okay. unnecessarily. Um,
2: and then I went actually there's a U-shaped piece of metal and I took that off and I nailed it to the front and so I had a stable turning system because I was uncomfortable with the ropes and suddenly it was was high innovation (laughs) and and then others followed but anyway back in the days where there was gravel at the bottom of the final corner a little bit on the outside but nothing different from what we would
4: find the last corner of a racetrack these days no, a lot of gravel. No, Now it's bitumen runoff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you know? it is. And you've got to have about five acres of it. To, yeah, yeah that's that, the trouble. The, yeah. the, the pram wheel rubber wasn't really quite.
0: It didn't degrade
4: too
0: no, quickly. No, no. I actually interviewed Phil Brock one day and I said, uh, You were the only other brother of the Brock family. It was Lewis and Brian and Peter and, and Philip. I said, you were the only other brother that did motor racing with your brother? He said, yeah, well, he said, it's my brother that taught me about speed and getting the speed effect. I said, what do you used to do? He said, well, when I was a little child in a pram, he said he used to take me up the top of this hill and just push me. (laughs) And he said, I I learnt to hit myself really early in my life. (laughs) But he said, I was still never faster as Peter. (laughs) So he he didn't even make a billy cart. He just actually was in the pram.
4: I was lucky actually. I got out of billy carts or soapboxes about at the age of nine or ten. Because my old man, as Penny said, was a, a uh, fitter and turner during World War II and then did an engineering degree. And he loved making things. And he used to buy Popular Mechanics, that great American magazine, and he actually saw a photograph of a go-kart. And that was before go-karts were in Australia. Now, I mean, you, know, you couldn't go and buy one. So he built a go-kart. And he had a, we had a, a BSA one two five BSA Bantam motor, ah. <laughs> like and, it, and, it a, and it had a gearbox, which I mean, so three was, speed. You kidding? It's done because it had the gearbox. Three speed? Yeah. On a tree? Yeah, yeah. And so he built me this thing. So, and it was before formal go kart racing had started. And so we used to sort of we, up where I used to live at Torrens Park. There used to be a paddock there, and so we used to get, run it up there, and it was fantastic, absolutely fantastic and I must admit both he both me and the old man we did take it on the streets a few times until the neighbours got the shits but, but it was a very good go-kart when you consider that it was 125 and the go-karts these days are only 100cc yeah, yeah, and he ended up putting a bigger Amal carburetor on it and everything else so um, and a mile. A mile.
2: Is it the Spanish
4: Amal? No, I've a, always a British thought it was Amal. A no, a mile in my shoes. Yeah, <laughs> people
2: told me when I rode a Montessa that yeah. it was a Spanish Montessa. Amal. Maybe well, it, it was have. the Spanish bike that had a slight mm-hmm. Spanish tweak. It mm-hmm. the British Amal. Yeah. Well,
3: we are talking to Mike Drew, who does actually go back to the best of British motoring. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I, I, with his age, this is... We, we are, understand. We, oh, okay. we're absolutely... That's my reference to wire wheels, because my first car that I ever competed in was an MGTF. And you, you could hear the, you could, you could hear the uh, splines clunk and the, and the spokes tweak <laughs> as you went round every corner. <laughs> Do you think Formula One could ever return
2: to wire wheels? On the basis that... like I think you're the, the most qualified... Well, actually, you're all very well qualified to answer this, because there's been some trouble been trouble in Soweto <laughs> <laughs> someone a cricketer hit the mountain cool. <laughs> that was the end of it BMW factory shut down but what is happening got in India Formula 1 seems to be in a bit of turmoil well certainly from the media Again, that is being sent to the wide, the wider audience which is possibly not the best media representation Mike and Penny and and, and Stoney you guys have been here from the beginning of F1 in this part of the world we'd love oh in you know, this part
0: of the world oh <laughs> I, I, I he
1: just I he did just I, said I, said that right don't <laughs> blow early <laughs> <laughs> oh come on don't blow early yeah, but, since um, Nuvilari I, I mean
2: yeah yeah and obviously we would love to come back to this part of the world and you know I'll be banging all about all that sort of stuff because everybody everybody I see overseas going, oh, Adelaide was in, Adelaide was the spot, Adelaide was the spot.
0: What, is that what, right? They're still talking about Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Oh, have yeah. you been over with
0: No, but you've told me
2: before. I have. I yes.
0: have. I like the, the, the internationals that come here occasionally, like Mike Gucci they, they always talk so, about it. Yeah, yeah, no, and
2: you had that, that great pasta silent bar with those people, just a few sh- years ago I saw the pictures on the wall
4: We was somewhere in a tiny little tractor
3: tour in the tractor yeah oh, Harris <laughs> yes. not here yeah well, well we were Jeff yeah. Harris oh, yeah. dinner.
4: <laughs> oh yes yeah. then, and of course yeah, the other place they used to go is no longer there oh yeah. uh, Dark Clemente. Dark Clemente. oh yeah used, and Johnny Dark, the greatest, greatest used of all time. Ferrari would not have anybody else cater for tea but Dark Clemente and Rundle Street
2: yeah right, so uh, right. A, oh absolutely but, look, just, what do you you guys have been around longer <laughs> than J.P. and I put together. Well, well not hang on, i have only actually
4: 25. But take away the first number What's you thought of. What, what do you think of the state of the nation? Formula One? I mean, it's interesting, as you say, John, you read what Eccleston's saying about it and all this and these teams going into bankruptcy or receivership and so on. But it is of concern to a degree, but... And, you know, we talk about the longevity of 4.9 and, and it's never been thus. I mean, if you go yeah, back to the early right. days of... There's always. I mean, been the World Championship's been there since yeah. 1950, but if you go back to the days before 1950, there were only about eight or nine cars that used to run at some stages anyway. So, I think the problem is, it's become so technical um, and manufacturer support, yada, 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 but... I mean, I think the racing at the moment, this season, has been fantastic. Yes. And, and, I mean, forget the noise that they're not making. The racing has been sensational. And, you know, everybody talks about whether it's be Formula 3 fields or sports car fields or whatever, or you need big fields. But, I mean, let's face it, you only need about four or five cars to make a good race. It, only, it really only looks at the cars at the front. And I think yeah. the thing about and this
3: season has been that it's not just the racing at the front, They've been racing all the way through the pack, so there might be 20 cars on the grid. But we've got three races happening within the race, which we haven't had for a long time in Formula
4: One. And given the huge technology change this year, I mean, everybody predicted at the first round in Melbourne this year that things were going to break down all the time. They haven't been very, you know. I mean, in terms of the the dual motors and electric and retention and all this sort of stuff, I think actually, I think the season's been fantastic. The fact that Marussia or Caterham or whatever may or may not be there, sadden a way. But look, there'll be another multi billionaire come along and take up the slack. I mean, that's what Formula One does. Well, if you, <laughs> you know, the... look, look at Tyrrell, they're no longer there. Look at you know, look, yeah, name no, the you look at the teams know, over yeah. the years. Um, take
3: the grid at the first Australian Grand Prix. And you think
4: about the teams that we yeah. that
3: aren't in yeah. Formula One now, mm. and Formula Formula 30 years later, uh, is still actually a, uh, a very viable proposition. Yeah. It's just that Minardi are no longer there, or yeah. you know, Benetton. All those teams yeah. over the years reincarnate into something else.
2: Yeah. Mm. Stoney, you haven't said a word on this subject, but maybe I can ask a question related to this. Have you been to the dentist
0: today? <laughs> Uh, I have actually. <laughs> Not today. Was, was, I've got one extraction to go. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he's
2: our loyal.
1: Ah, uh, oh, right. I'm telling really uh, you, very unintended. Are
2: the current drivers in the sport are as enjoyable to
0: draw and make stories out of? They oh, were, uh... they're a bit pretty, but I'm having a wonderful time with uh, R- Ricardo's nose. <laughs> <laughs> and his What smile. about what like, about like... the mutton chops? So uh, yeah, them. I saw that. I hope he gets rid of it. <laughs>
2: But is, is, is it's much the same as an artist. You you just
0: pick that. Yeah. Up. Look, uh, uh, Alonso's got a character face. Uh, Ricardo, of course, uh, and, and Kimmy. You know, he's sort of he always Kimmy always reminds me of that movie, The Children of the Damned. You know. They're still... <laughs> oh, <yes>. But all <laughs> so still there I'm, what I'm saying is
2: like, let's compare what you do. You know, in your own mind from like ten years like prior, and then another ten, and yeah, is it is it just as enjoyable?
0: Or is oh it, yes. I think it's been wonderful the transition of old Ricardo. I mean, everyone's talking about um, Daniel um, simply because even even your British press love him. Now, if you can if you can woo the British press, you're doing all right. And uh, and I think everyone at this table will know that he has an he has an art form of passing which is so clean and so quick. It's just it's just lovely to watch. You know, and of course to finish the year. With three Grand Prix under his belt, I, I, I thought when he moved to the big game, if he could finish in the top ten, he will have earned his 1.1 million dollars that him being paid.
2: Well, uh, but to win three and to finish at,
0: third, he's now he yes, can't have third taken away from
2: him. As I understand, his his pay structure is a little different to that. Uh, but I it, uh, so. it, it, it generates, I think, something like eighteen, twenty-eight, or thirty-eight thousand dollars per point. On top of his retainer, which is about seven fifty k. That was.
4: So he's not going to take him much over. It could be, it could be right, but I, I saw an interview with him on Sunday, one of those television programs, and I. I was a fairly inane interview in the sense that they didn't know anything about motorsport, but um, but nevertheless, they did make a valid point. So
2: it's Chelsea, something, yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> <sounds> <laughs> like,
4: something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. But they did make one point, which I thought was right, and they sort of said, well, you're only getting a million or something compared to the Alonso and whatever getting their 20s or 30s yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But they did make the point, well, you know, You'd have, been, you'd have driven that car for nothing, and that's exactly right. So say that, point. Yeah, and I, I thought, well, that's... that's a... right. And, you know, he had that huge grin on his face, and that's right. But I think the amazing thing about him is we all hoped he was going to be good, and when he went up, as Stoney says, from Toro Roto to the, 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 the senior team, but he's been so much better than oh, yes. I think I or anybody yeah. else yeah. imagined. Yeah, absolutely. Because absolutely. He's passing his racing craft... Yes. I mean, forget the business about Vattel and everything else, but it's it, you know, it's just him. I mean, he is a first-class racer.
0: Oh, yeah. But sorry. even Christian Horner's
3: come out this season. He didn't realise how good that, he was getting.
4: That, that's
2: quite right. But, you know, it shows that the Red Bull Academy sort of program... Yeah, worked.
4: pretty impressive. Uh, yeah. OK,
2: so, so analysing that a little bit further, and, I mean, we've, we've gone... Uh, clearly, that the Renault Power units haven't been... To their liking. Right. And then, in the last 24 hours, Christian Warden's gone out and said, you know, hey, let's revert to old fashioned V8s. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, which, I mean. Well,
4: you, there'll be plenty around. V8 supercars will on, give him some. But
3: on a, on a top level, James Warden's on the phone right now. <laughs>
2: on, a, on a top level, looking back <clears> down, <throat> you go, hang on a minute, he's going, well, the, you know, it's clear that, you know, that the power units are too expensive.
4: Yeah.
2: Because the small teams are un- are unable to be sustainable because of this, yeah. and the development, the disparity in development uh, between, you know, Renault and Mercedes, which is highly yeah. significant and can be put down to Mercedes actually running the turbocharger in front of the engine. That's so right. At the heat so. yep. Um Key key difference. Um, that go you know, well. Hang on a minute. It, it does sound a little bit like sour grapes. But of course, as you well know, both of you media,
4: that what is printed is not necessarily what is said. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the other thing is, when you say about the engines and, you know, go back to run an old V8 or something like that, I, but I think there should always be one category and it obviously should be Formula 1 as the, the top of the tree where it should be technology as well. Because the, the best drivers always gravitate to the best cars ultimately, and I think all these other fixed formulas they, you know, NASCAR's very close racing, V8 very close racing. But in a sense, it's manufactured, which is great. But I think there should be one ultimate category. And I think Formula One is actually doing that surprisingly well at the moment. And, you know, like with Honda coming back in as an engine supplier, there's always somebody who will pick up the baton again and have a crack at it. You know? I
2: think I think you're right, Mike. I think there's a lot of like negative publicity for just As you well know, there's plenty of people who will just bang stuff out yeah. for no reason at all. Then you get people who are pre- prepared to do a little bit more drilling down into it that have been around like mm. like like Joe Saywood and people like that yeah. and who will go like, you know, hey, I, I vert my stripes and I'm ready to mm. tell me to get fucked because I can yeah. and and they respect me for that, yeah. you know. Um, I don't think it's a nearly as bad a situation as no,
0: has put no. out to
2: be in despite, you know, the, the requirement of the, the perceived marketing requirement of CVC Capital pulling stuff out, Bernie saying I'm sorry and all that. I, everyone would, on the outside would think Geez, this, this is going down the toilet but I don't think that at no, all. No, I don't think it is. No, but on a reverse side, look at the rise of sports cars. We've got Porsche, Toyota and Audi all taking different routes in their hybrid energy harvesting systems mm. and now this is coming on. With it, albeit an arrogant approach saying we'll
0: win it in two years, we can't, okay, that's rude, we can't do that. That's probably almost gonna like Nixon saying that that's the one that's the Japanese yeah. way, isn't yeah. yeah. But they didn't so come we out saying it, it. Oh, No, they didn't say it. They just put a road through and went like hell. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, well, I think
2: what you you you're saying is that that race yeah. that most fell by the wayside, yeah. could have been one of those
4: races, but I think what you're saying, John, you mentioned about hybrid, yeah, you have got to be the race to win it. No one wanted to win it. You, you mentioned hybrid. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've always been a bit of a dinosaur in terms of when it comes to electric motors and hybrid cars and they are oh, You know, it's not really for me. But, but I mean, look what Formula One are doing, as you say, what sports cars are doing, and I think actually motorsport at that level is actually coming back into its own in terms of doing the R&D. I mean, yeah. it used to be the days, yeah. you know, years ago That's in the 50s right. when Jaguar put disc brakes on a car and, you know, we wouldn't think about a car without disc brakes now. And, you know, whether I like it or not we're going to have hybrid cars. Um, and I think that what they're doing and, you know, I mean, I sports cars I love probably more than or equally with Formula One, but I think what they're doing, in terms of that technology, they're still very they're complicated cars, but I think it's actually again, it's something that if if you need to, it justifies motorsport, the whole deal, and and to have so many manufacturers into that game, I think it's fantastic.
3: And we all know that as a consumer, it's going to take ten or twenty years. But what is being it developed right off. now, yeah,
4: well, absolutely, and a
3: road, racetrack is what we're going to be driving bus bus in our cars. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I remember Formula One in Australia. Carbon fibre with the brand new that's thing right, yeah, your, Like yeah, yeah. Now you go and buy yeah, a car up the showroom, and you've got carbon fibre in it. Yeah. And yet, yeah. thirty years ago, yeah. it was unheard yeah. of.
4: And I mean, you look at well I me mean, don't have to tell you, John, but I mean, you, with sports cars, well, you look at this—this this Bathurst 12 hour I mean, that's going to be enormous. Yeah. It's, it's just good, growing, that's growing. Excellent yeah.
2: segue, boy, Because I mean, what? What, where, where do you think Warburton's going with this stuff? I mean, it's like he's totally scared because the drivers go, well, actually, we like driving these Absolutely. cars. And stop, you know, hot controlling
4: us to be in this circus. Well, here. I mean, I think it's, it's outrageous totally what's happened. Uh, it's power play. But... Well, um, but I think it's a very... I think, you know, the problem is it's a very silly power play and, um, you know, it was quite interesting that Weber came out and said, it, you know, Australian motorsports is not big enough for this. I mean, after all, actually had because having a bloody test session... Well, and could... if they're too frightened to let their drivers go and drive something else... And I know they've got a lot of investment in their drivers, but it's just dumb because... Well, it's also a restriction of trade, Well, folks... It's almost you know, the like saying, well, you know, here we have got, got the Premier actually category. go out and say that. Is, he wrote an article oh, saying, hang on a minute,
2: but he didn't go and say... But, the, houses, like basically yeah,
4: but I mean, the other thing houses. about it is, and I'm old-fashioned about this, but but back in the day and CAMS claim they can't do anything about it. But back in the day, it used to be the national calendar, you could not put two major meetings on in the same weekend, in the, in the same you know, country in Australia. You'd never have a Malala meeting against one in, in Calder or something like that. Now, CAMS say they, they hold their hands up and say they can't do anything about it. But I'm sorry, the AFL wouldn't put two fixes on that no. screwed their sport. And neither would cricket. And I think that the sporting authority has got a lot to answer for for their silence.
3: Absolutely. I'm
4: not saying what they can do, but I think their silence is quite was astonishing.
3: And I think the frightening thing... They haven't
4: even come out and said it's wrong, and I but, find that stupid.
3: And, Mike, from your point of view, I know from my experience, having worked in a situation mm. where, from a car club, I've actually had to forward my calendar yeah. to camps. Yeah. You sent your calendar in. They then sit there and work out the dates. They have everyone's calendar. They're not being clever.
4: And it's a test session. I mean, it's not even as if... it's God's sake. I mean, it's just... And that, you know, we know there's an... rival TV networks and so on. And I mean, I, I think, actually, what v Supercar has done has been a mistake tactically because all it's done is made seven Network now... Push the twelve hour like crazy, and they put their yeah, hand exactly
2: up. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely absolutely. And it's going to be great. And it's they going to be like TV. Coverage. Absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, they put their hand up to say that we're worried. But let's look at let's look at what happened last year with this on with this the, the concept of Brand am and ALMS joining together, come yeah. to the sports car championship. And everyone's, oh, the parity between Daytona prototypes and LMP cars and da da da. What well, actually worked out Worked out pretty, you, work out pretty right. 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 you know, and there was all this, oh, well, like, surely they should be looking at something like that. And okay, it'll only get better. Yeah. Interesting, I noticed that Michael Shank Racing has gone, we're ditching it. DP cars in favour of LMP2 cars That's to right. run this year. Not to say that, but because they want to run Le Mans, because they know, well, you can't run a DP car. Anymore. That's right. Mm. So, I, I guess, but this, well, I, which, again, off topic, or but on topic, Warburton's the wrong guy. It's like CBC Capital. They've got no personal passion in the sport.
4: Yeah, look, I don't know James Warburton enough to make you know, any sort of informative comment on that. Certainly, the guy hasn't come from a motorsport background. I think that always makes it difficult. Um, it is and, the borderline of of trade. And, and, you know, and he's obviously got the, uh, the, the, the the arch of capital to answer for and they're venture capitalists and they want to make a quid out of it. And those things don't necessarily align with what's best for motorsport. And, you know, and I'm not saying it's right. You've got to get some experts elsewhere, but, you know, we're talking about Formula One, whether it's good or bad, but, I mean, at least, whether Bernie Eccleston's, you know, the greatest rogue in the world, but he has got a motorsport background, you know. Um, you know, he, he knows what he's talking about when it comes to, to international motorsport. And, I mean, as I say, like the AFL is the, the, obviously the biggest sporting thing in Australia. It's run by people, by and large, who know football. And 12-hour is not
2: a takeover the supercar challenge. No, no, no the like, one, you know, like, you know the only yeah, one they yeah, can't. Yeah. And, and the fact that they're not even driving cars and want to turn it into a meat event... It's just bullshit. Yeah. Like actually, they would, they would, they would benefit from the exposure, yeah. 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 Well, as right they did last right. year, yeah. You know, and I, I can't. Everybody I, was Jamie involved. not involved? I don't know with James O'Brien's fall out of fall out. I, I can't see it. Yeah. Richard Kraus doing good comedy. Yeah. Well, what's not to love there?
4: Exactly. How I, re- I reckon. What, I don't I get. I think it. one of the interesting things about you no, know, super supercars about talking about two-door cars. You know, with a, a Ford Mustang in the future with a you know. The, the fact that Falcons won't be around and a uh, Camaro, maybe, whatever. And, uh, you know, mate, we, we can see those in sports car well, racing. Well, right. it's like an eco Ford Turbo. Yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah funny that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah nice.
2: Mm. With the, the Megaphone exhaust. Yeah. exactly the same old problem. It's and, a bit paranoia. Yeah,
0: it's paranoid. I, I agree, yeah, I agree. You're saying. looking a bit paranoid. No, no, I'm saying yeah. that they're... You're they're worried about it. are maybe be a little bit paranoid yeah. that they're going to lose their footing. And the funny is thing the way, about it,
4: absolutely the funny thing is they've got. To, you know, look, which makes them. But again, not,
1: we go back to the fact that it's a is standalone event. Exactly, How many I know. V8 supercars lose their footing. No, if you're uh, an motorsport enthusiast yeah. Yeah. and there's a V8 supercars yeah. event on no. in your in your if
2: not even state, you're going go to go to.
1: No, they've just right.
2: gone and said they're so you know, fucked up. That yeah. they go, it's, it's us, like it's you know, oh, we you can't we're going to make a media event at the point where you must be in the car.
3: Mm.
4: Like, they could have gone, all right, helicopter up. So logistically could have been all right. But I think the the thing is, it gets back to that fact that the stars of V8 Supercar Land, in terms of drivers, you know, they're worried they're going to lose them, which I just think does show that degree of paranoia, because, you know, if people want, if Craig Lowndes wants to drive a, a sports car and, Van Gisburg and then you know the McLaren sports car, or whatever. Surely that's got to be good for V8 supercar. I just, get, I just exactly don't get it. high last it. year. They all raced last yeah. year. Yeah. 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 You got the Highlands one hundred
2: and one last weekend. And Tony did a great Vankis. job. I mean, Tony could be a bit of a hard nut, but nonetheless, that's all right. all right. He's just he's good for the sport, and it should be a tri-series as we talked about maybe a year ago. Like come over, do that event. Yeah. Do the Bathurst 12-hour, do the Highlands, make Highlands at the beginning of the year and come over and do smash smash
4: it to pieces at Clipson. Uh, at yeah. And I mean, the other thing about it is... And then silica. ..is that sports, sports car racing, you know, is obviously professional in, at certain levels, but sports car racing is survived around the world without people, without huge commercial backing, because there are people with passion about it, whether it be in America or Europe or whatever, There's a lot of privateers that go sports car racing. So if v 8 supercars are really worried about that, I don't know where they're, I, don't know, I think they have got to look at themselves, because if their game's that vulnerable, because you, you, you take Tony Quinn, as you say, he you know, owns a racetrack, he owns the GT series, alright, he puts money into into the one V8 supercar or whatever but the people who go sports car racing aren't going to go V8 supercar racing by and large the no. drivers the two car owners whatever because they're interested in a different product yeah. 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 yeah
2: yeah yeah,
3: Mike do you think this would have happened if Tony Cochran was still at the hill
4: oh uh, Tony, well I think Tony, if he saw a head he'd kick it, so I think his normal reaction would have been, yeah we'll, we'll kill off I mean, he, he tried to kill off Ross Palmer's series, um, probably did it fairly successfully, but that was when they were vying for championship thing, but as you say, it's a one off race that, I just don't see the big deal That's why I can't
1: no. work it out at all So tomorrow
2: morning I'm going to have a coffee with a guy I've never met before to ask, what the hell are you doing? And I don't mean that either Negative. I go. So you've been doing this, and what's the big picture here in uh, in Northern? A young guy who just won four, three championships.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. Long and
2: age, yeah. I don't know him from a bar of soap, but on the same basis that I looked at Nathan, I having known Barry, and said, "What are you doing? Why cars? Yeah. I, and and he's gone. And I had a chat to him for the first time on the phone today, we have been doing break. It was just last weekend, I was at the front of the DY, and he said, look, I'm in the wine industry, I don't know, someone mentioned something, like I mean, he in car racing in South Australia. I should know more about him. he says, I, know, I have not before, three championships. And then I said to him today, I said, look, I'll just give you a big, quick heads up, because so I've been looking after Nathan, eighth over in Europe, GT Masters, what's your plan? You know, Larry, what, what are we doing? It's our cars. And he said, well, well you know, it's interesting you asked that question. I've been talking with Carl Reimler and I didn't really know anything about anybody in GT. And I said, so would it be okay to say that this is a prudent timing for us to have a conversation, whatever that might be? He says, I think so. So, I mean, what do you, you guys know about the guy? Obviously, you know, I'm oh, well, not taking about anything away about the fact he's won a championship, but Gold Star doesn't mean anything much anymore. It no, it should. It I know should. It, I should. it should. Um, what do you and, know about
4: the Well, the I've never met him, but I've, I've watched his results in Formula 3, and he's obviously a very quick driver. Um, and I've read, well, read studying
2: a mechanical f- engineering yeah. sounds good on the phone.
4: And uh, he said, and I've read a bit GT's on my radar. And I've read a bit about him, about what his next career move is. And probably a talk with him might be a good idea because I, I've read that oh, well, you know, I think I'll be racing something with a a roof on it next year. Um, but I, it, it would appear to me, well, he's only got a, probably three options, has he? He's either got to try and get into the V eight game, which
2: you know. have to go DVS and that's a disaster yeah. because half the people
4: are going to take you out. Um, and he doesn't give an on-track. In or or, or sport. he goes he goes into GT racing, or he tries to pursue his open wheeler career overseas. LMP3. Yeah, something like Perhaps that. Perhaps an emerging thing, or yeah. even something
2: like the new Renault uh, RSO1 Championship. They're not cheers. aware of that. It's. It's basically... It, it, it looks like a LMP... You know, a small GT car with right. a roof, and it's Renault Sport managed, mm. and it runs in tandem with Freno 35. Mm.
4: So, and, you know, smaller budgets mm. and things but, like that. But I, and I suppose but whether, whether, it's, whether it's Simon or any other sort of aspiring, relatively young driver in Australia, they've got to make up their mind pretty quickly about... It. First thing is are they going to stay here go overseas. this? Okay, so
2: the question then is if you were in a Formula Three car, if Tom was here and he was moved Tom back into mm. time now and he just won the Formula Three th- three championship in Australia, where would you
4: suggest he went now? Overseas, straight overseas straight away. Yes. Britain or to, America. But into what area?
3: Germany, where would you send No, it? no, no, not not physical, uh, okay. geographic, well, uh, into
4: like well, budget-wise, budget I think I think, I think think unless you've got absolutely exceptional talent, you you probably go into sports car racing. Because you have, and, and, and I think... The reason
2: I think JJ, I'm sorry, I'm mm. trying to put words in your mouth, is that they're brand aligned. That's right. You know, it's like if you drive a Bentley, you end up playing golf on Monday.
4: That's right, yeah.
2: You know, or we'll do motivational uh,
4: speak Look at look at James. Look, look at James Davison, Davison this year in America. He's got that Aston Martin gig, and all right, he's very well at Indy 500 as a one-off race, but um, he's got himself a very good career. Yeah, he has TIG, the yeah, yeah. and my
2: close friend Christina
4: Nielsen is in the car with him for now. Yep, that's right. last So that's that's sweet. Um, And, and
2: Christina's is, is quick.
4: And, but I, I think that that's far more sensible. Uh, than any other career path for a young Australian driver because their only chance in Australia is in terms of becoming a professional race driver is V8 supercars and there aren't the seats there as you say the development series is a nonsense um, you know as you say in fact that
2: even just going oh look you're out of clips
4: a- and, and, and you so you're know in, I mean, you're, you're, out, out. you're in you're out you're in. but even even you know, and we, and you know and let's face it Chas Mosdett and young McLaughlin, whatever, there's some fantastic young V8 supercar drivers, and they're grooming them to drive V8 supercar drivers, It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be particularly good at anything else. I mean, they're not going to be bad at it, but they're not necessarily going to be super good at it, Um, and so I just figure that, yeah, I mean, sports car racing particularly at the moment, um, worldwide, the opportunities are enormous. JAPES,
1: don't copy JAPES. What's your thoughts on that, James? Well, as I said, I couldn't agree more. I think like, mine's wrong the money. If you're going to go racing, go to, go to Europe, definitely, and go sports car racing. Because I would be you've got lot more options.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, no, but we're not spending our money. It's an important point. You have to make a distinction. like it's, This is price agnostic. It's to go, what's the path? And to me, I, the only path that I see to a future of a driver to become a professional. That can away from the racetrack generate an income um, and and have brand uh, alignment it is GT. And when you when you when you move up to LMP, that becomes more difficult because you're going to have to become a factory driver with one of a current three or incoming four, which is probably very difficult with Nissan because they're going to take 50% from the Darren uh, Darren's.
4: PlayStation Academy program. Yeah, PlayStation. PlayStation. Why not? Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's interesting. I mean, all right. You know, Tom's been in in America now for seven years. Isn't it? All right. He hasn't cracked the big time by any means, but he's still driving professionally in the sense that he drives a Dodge Viper for a guy. He's been racing down in in Jamaica and Barbados for Radical or whatever. And, I mean, you know, he's driving professionally, which is more more than half a VOC car field. He is living the dream. Because, you know, he's actually driving cars that he doesn't... He gets paid to drive them and he races them and does whatever. And, you know, that sports car background that he went into has served him pretty well. Can
3: I be a devil's advocate and just ask the question, though? If you've got a kid who really wants to be a Formula 1 driver, is sports car racing the place that you actually no,
4: put it no, 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 no. And not, that, I think,
3: no. is the question. That no, if Formula 1. you've got One. a kid who is Daniel Ricciardo who actually wants to be a Formula 1 driver, no. then you have to look at a different path. guys yeah.
2: Yeah. aren't... Oh, but, but Daniel Ricciardo came up in a... slot Like, time has changed. Yes. Like, in five, sure. if we look in five-year blocks, I think we have to take Daniel back into the previous five-year block. Years. And that, that was working there. And look, you know, I had the same conversation with Nathan Ansheins and Brendan Hartley together I'm going, so you just weren't in love with Helmut Marco? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, there's great way No, <laughs> I and that was and that was it.
0: That
2: was it. It's just, it's not, not to say that uh, that, that that Helmut Marco's a bad guy and in fact fuck all people recognise that he won the Mall in nineteen seventy one with Jochen Rick. Yeah. I mean and you draw back you see, you know, Talk about the dummies. Like Rich, Richie, Richie Benoit is on the uh, on the, the field there, talking about skin cancer. And I, and I you know, naively I said to someone, oh, "He's just a commentator, isn't he?" he like, oh. <laughs> you
1: so didn't. I
2: mean, but I did because I don't know cricket. Oh, but no. I know, and I, I, I apologise. On <laughs> I'm burning it. But you see, I didn't grow up with cricket yeah. in any way, and I can sort of see that you see there's Helmut. Oh, okay, there's Oh, yeah. but, oh no. you know, there's so much history that comes up,
4: you know. But I mean, your point, Just Jenny, I mean, sports cars aren't a pathway to Formula One. No. And I mean, you've only got to look at Verstappen or whatever, you know, like that. Formula One will pick people, and I mean, a lot of that's political as well because they want a Russian driver and they want a, you know, yes. this driver and that that's driver, or whatever. Yeah. But, and they want very young drivers. Yeah, you know, we'll put it this way: and you say the Red Bull program's done well and so on. But, but that doesn't. It's mean... It's been a
2: publicised path.
4: Yeah, but but it doesn't mean that. I mean, if if you're a 16 or 17 year old kid looking, you know, one won some junior Open Wheeler Championship here or somewhere else and you say, you want to get into Formula One, I don't think you'd put that kid into a sports car. No. No, probably not. But I think for just about everything else, I can't think of anything better than a sports car if you want some longevity in motorsport as a professional driver. And I'm, you know, the
2: Gerhard Berger was hired by the FIA yeah. to ratify G, uh, Formula 3 and moved and made the shift of relevance of what championship was important from British Formula 3 to the European Formula 3 and now we see Max Verstappen, yeah. Verstappen yeah. coming in yep. whilst you know, I, and I haven't even gone back to but it's his first year of uh, racing um, <laughs> and uh, he hasn't won the championship but nonetheless, you know, he's Move into to Toro Rosso, and who knows where that goes from here? Guttons goes from from here, and, and and then if you go back into old days, digressing, is that Macau Grand Prix, which yep. I'm lucky enough to go to this year, was it was almost a bit like Bathurst—you could fuck up all year and win Macau and That's you'd right. Get an You're, year. You're <laughs> in.
4: That's right. That's it. That's um, right.
2: Because it really was, uh, which is an, apparently I was told the yeah, other day, yeah. and I I forgot this. Macau's the the last, the the, there is the only track in the world that has a permanently waved yellow flag on
4: the last corner. That's right. Because it's so tight, so tight, you cannot
2: go underneath. Of course, you know in the drivers briefing, they (laughs) will (laughs) listen.
4: I mean, there's never been an accident there. But that's right, isn't it? It is. I I've only ever been to Macau Grand Prix once, many many years ago. A fantastic event. Race. Macau's obviously changed a lot since then. But yeah. Mm. There is this one corner which is hairpin. Before you is, come out onto the causeway. Which is so tight yeah. that there's a permanently yellow flags because you cannot overtake. And in fact, if a car, if somebody stuffs it up there and gets a bit of understeer or whatever, just stop. Yeah, it, because you can't get enough lock to get around it. Um, I mean, fantastic place. But you're right. I mean, it was the one race. If you won Macau in an F3 car, yeah, you were you there. Yeah, Mike, Fackwell, the Centre. You just yeah, go
2: through yeah, all the names. Yeah. And, some, and, it's, and it's also one of those very, you know, um, uh, unsuitable events. Yeah, it is. That still exist in the world, much yeah. like the Isle of it's, it's End. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. It's death. it is. Racing, and
0: it's narrow enough. Monaco. Yeah. Oh. If they if they come up with Monaco now, they wouldn't allow it. Yeah, yeah. No, but this is yeah. the East. Are you serious? No, yeah. this, like is the, this is
2: the Orient. Oh I yeah. Mean, the the, the, uh, year,
4: the year I was there. How
3: old Are you the Orient? <laughs> How old are you,
2: John?
4: P and O. The year the year I was there. Of Orient. And it was before. It was when it was still Portuguese. I mean, the Chinese now are right? but like Hong Kong, but. It was not only dangerous on the track for racing drivers off oh. because they had the gentleman's race for a mixture of sports cars, sedan-type cars out of Europe, BMWs, ah, yes. whatever. And Tommy Sahato yes, would but, be a troublemaker. But <laughs> the, the, the year I was there, this guy, this Chinese chap from Hong Kong won Chinese chap. Yep, yeah. And. Oh. And he was on the podium, you know, doing Spraying Champagne and at the Lisboa Casino, which Teddy yep. Yip, who used to sponsor Alan Jones, used to run. Um, That's the right-hander? Yes. At the very end. end of the the straight, little yep. short right-hander shoot before they head up the hill to hospital. But uh, <laughs> this guy had been celebrating at the Lisboa Casino that night after his victory and it, and it had been televised into Hong Kong or whatever and he was machine gunned, he and three mechanics were machine gunned to death, because apparently he was, he was wanted by the triads they figured out where he was <laughs> 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 he should have never got on the podium
3: <laughs> yeah, moral of the story, come forth <laughs> i a
4: bit worried <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'll never forget that I was up there with Rico and uh, that's unreal. They were cleaning up the mess the next morning. Do <laughs>
0: you know, years and years ago, <coughs> going back to the 70s... A bit of sawdust down. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There was a race in, in, uh, <coughs> in the Philippines called the Philippines Grand Prix. and the, and the, They didn't hire a marketing company. Uh, it was Formula, <laughs> Formula 3s and Formula 2s, but the race of the Philippines... <coughs> Manila Grand Prix, called, called the Manila Grand Prix... The, the best race of the day was the Vespa scooter race, <laughs> and could, for four bob, you could enter your Vespa with the with the fox tails and the, all the lights across oh, yeah. the front there they have 150 entries and they drop the flag and after the first corner we would be lucky to have about 20 entries left <laughs> this was the greatest race that a friend of mine saw he went there and he said you can't believe this race there was blood and guts and arms yeah. and legs and shit going everywhere yeah, course, just... and the trophy was higher than the winner that's how big it was and if you because won... they were on
2: a stretcher and if you won the best
0: the scooter race at the Manila Grand Prix yeah. you get free sex for you. Really? Yep. But what if no, you had a Lambretta, though? Oh, uh, well, you can choose what you want. Oh, but right. the, so you they, wasn't it, was, it wasn't just Vespa. It wasn't Vespa scooter, right? choose the weapon. Oh,
3: yeah. No, 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 you've missed the point. It was free sex for a year. For <laughs> a <second. laughs>
0: so the first corner, they're all thinking about their free sex and not where the apex was. <laughs> <laughs> well, Very there, funny. What does that say about the, the look of, of, the, of
2: the competitors?
0: Oh, well, it says a lot, but that, that, that was just for the locals for a bit of entertainment, you know. Well, let's face it, motorsport's full of glamour. That's, That's all true, it, it's, yeah. You only have to
3: look at today, Christian Horner and uh, Jerry Halliwell, oh, yes. Spice Girl, That's
1: have become engaged. Been, yeah. Oh yeah, but, but, well, but she must, must be a dear old thing by now. And I know. Know that.
3: Yeah, no. but he's not exactly a, sp- a, a toy boy any longer. Even, Are you
1: serious?
4: <laughs> that is too
0: weird. There's there's is to <laughs>
4: that is very weird, isn't, yeah. It? Yeah. Oh, cold,
0: yeah. isn't it?
1: He oh, needs yeah. a good Australian orthodontist, doesn't he? But, yeah, no orthodontist.
0: yeah, No doubt about it. I have to say the quote of the year... At the Brazilian Grand Prix, was Nelson P. K. asking, saying to Lewis Hamilton, "I'm very jealous of you because of your ex-girlfriend." <laughs> what was she, a little puppy dog, or what was she? The man? Was, she was, she, was, she the, was the no. She was one of the uh, what are they called? Them? Yeah, the I don't pu- know what the puppy dogs. Are. I don't know yeah, what the man no, that, is. That, um, that, that, yeah, yeah she, was she was one of those. Girl bands, yeah. But, yeah, it was an old no. girl band. I can't think she, of her. She was the Jerry Halli- Halliwell of well, this was, generation, yeah. really, yeah. wasn't she? But that's typical Nelson. Pussycat dolls. Pussycat that dolls. Said, <laughs> dolls. See, I thought it was puppy close. dogs or
1: something. Pussycat
0: dolls. That's right. Sounds close to me. Pussies and puppies. That's <laughs> it, I was
1: close.
0: <laughs> 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 you did ask me what, what was uh, what's dogs it like to draw the current Formula One drivers. I have to say, I had to change my pen to draw Lewis.
2: Have you adapted to the uh, to new technology with your drawing, or are you? Still oh yes, yeah, on so I, right?
0: I only do the outline. I draw it, and then I scan it in, and I do it all on screen. As John, I know. Yeah. I do it all Photoshop, because because the magazine wants colour, right? And I'm very messy when I have to colour it myself. So flat colour, eh? Flat colour. Well, yeah. Yeah. Stoney, could you draw draw who for me right now? Who broke and gathered? <laughs> we, might, we did we? We're out. Have you money ever thought of it?
2: doing a little bit of we animation? And no, it's too It to Sounds like
0: you. it. Uh, know, animation's another. That's another whole industry. Yeah. You're very good at it, or you don't do it. But yeah, it's sort of one of those things. Lewis has been. interested. Right, right, yeah.
2: On that note, I think it's time that we come and uh, enjoy a very nice pizza across the road. Penny, looking. Uh, brilliant, gorgeous, <laughs> as usual. Michael, thank you for your input. Stoney, head-scratching. <laughs> Maybe you might know. Alma Fudd. No, that was, that was Stan Long. <laughs> Jokes with your lovely... Uh, Not Gary the Jokes. Thanks for making time tonight an excellent
0: Pleasure. podcast. Pleasure. Uh, 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 fantastic, Christine. And, and, uh, and enjoy Germany.
2: And, uh, when do you leave?
0: Don't mention the soon? wall. Cheers. On Friday morning.
1: Excellent.
4: Our will be the Nice one, Fanny.
0: You'll see me on Instagram. <laughs> I always go on well in Germany. I'm a beer.
1: One
4: beer. One
0: large beer. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm beer visitor. Good night, viewers. I've got to tell you who got good night. Good night good night. good night. good night. good night, viewers. Meals. Good night. Oh.